Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery It Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about substance abuse part two. Ray is going to be the presenter this evening. Go ahead. Uh, you online there, Ray? Yeah, this part two, just follow up on uh, last week's episode, just to talk a little bit about how mental health is uh, kind of a backdrop to substance abuse. And um, according to a survey in 2019, there's an estimated 9.5 million adults between the age of 18 and older that has both a mental health illness and a substance use uh, disorder within the past year. So within that, the span of 2019 and the year prior, um, they've got docu- you know, documented that there's that many people, almost 10 million people over the age of 18. Um, also that one-third of people who have depression also have a substance abuse problem. And, you know, that's just depression and doesn't go into all the other mental health uh, disorders that there are. I think a lot of the mental issues that people deal with um, go undocumented. These are uh, things as, you know, as uh, not say mild, but, you know, with mild depression, things like that. Most people just deal with that and then, you know, whether they smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol, uh, like we talked about in the last episode, these things have just become commonplace. So it's not alarming and and usually doesn't strike people as a cause for concern just because someone has a, you know, what they say, a casual beer or uh, they smoke cigarette during their uh, lunch breaks at work. And, um, you know, they could be dealing with mild depression, could be dealing with anxiety, could be dealing with uh, um, bipolar disorders, things that most people can go throughout their day-to-day life, and there's, at least to them and the, the individuals and the environment with which they surround themselves, none of these things jump out as cause to run down to the uh, psych- psychiatric uh, unit, and so it's my belief that when someone has a, a substance abuse issue or addiction, that it almost always is tied to some underlying mental health issue. So uh, I encourage everyone, like we always talk about in the uh, on the podcast, to look within. And that's very difficult to do on your own because of cognitive dissonance and scotomas and things of that nature that that cause the person to look only at the things that they, you know, usually that benefit them or uh, at the things that support their the beliefs that they already have, uh, even if that's something like, you know, everything always goes, doesn't, you know, nothing ever goes my way. So they're going to look at the instances where it's not going their way. If they believe that it's always someone else causing their problems, they're going to always find, you know, those scenarios where someone else may or may not be the cause of their problem. Even in cases where someone is not the cause, they 
they're going to see it as such because, you know, that's what they're looking for. So it's uh, definitely beneficial to work with somebody, uh, a mentor, a therapist, especially whenever you recognize that either you or someone close to you is dealing with some sort of substance abuse um, or addiction, that that, you know, even though we typically just gloss over that and accept most of it is just commonplace and part of the culture, society, things of that nature, that if we're truly looking to grow and develop and become our, our best selves, that we seriously consider looking at and getting to the root that is underlying those those uh, conditions. Um, they uh, research research has also shown that individuals with PTSD are more likely to have problems with substance abuse. Uh, for example, a study published in the Journal of Substance Abuse Treatment found that among veterans with PTSD, over 50 percent also had a substance abuse disorder. So that's that's a large and alarming number. Um, and then there's also other categories of people that have dealt with PTSD. Think about um, abusive relationships, women and men who have dealt with long-term abuse psychologically, emotionally, in relationships, <clears throat> and even physically. Um, how many of those people are not even included in that number um, of people who are, who are suffering from PTSD and are leaning on a an addiction or some form of substance, substance abuse in order to cope? Um, like we talked about in the last episode, the big the big issue is that whenever we use these sort of unhealthy habits as a coping mechanism, we really set ourselves up for uh, long, longer-term damage because the longer we uh, avoid looking at the root cause and the longer that we introduce something that is uh, unhealthy, damaging, and it's reinforcing our, our unhealthy behaviors, the worse and worse that problem gets. And it's, it's really a vicious cycle because the worse the problem gets, it's often the more that we'll need those substances or stronger substances in order to cope. So I encourage everyone to look at it like, like a math equation, uh, something that spirals out of control and grows exponentially until it destroys the host, you know, just like a virus. Um, it's, it's really a trick that it plays. It's a trick that the devil plays to convince a person that they just need a little bit more uh, of that substance or just a little higher dose, a little bit, something a little stronger in order to really, really fix their, uh, their, their, uh, the problem or to, to get what they're searching for. But in reality, that itch is never quite scratched. You know, that void is never fully filled in that way. It's only filled once we, look within once we overcome some of the hurdles, some of the things that are keeping us in denial, keeping us from looking closer at the uh, underlying root cause. And just always be mindful of the tricks and the traps that are going to prevent a person from looking 
within and looking at those underlying uh, root causes because they're going it's going to happen and uh we all know just like going to the gym we can find a thousand other things to do because until we get into the habit and the rhythm we're uh we're just avoiding the pain and the discomfort that we're associating with going to the gym but in the same way but it's even more complex with uh mental health and and underlying traumas and things like that because a lot of times we don't even know where to look and where to begin. Uh, most people know that, it's simply put, you want to get into shape, go to the gym and, and put in the work. But uh, not everyone knows where to go and what questions to ask and what things to look at and take into consideration whenever you're uh, dealing with a uh, any form of mental health along the spectrum because it, it may it, it doesn't have to be a severe schizophrenia or a, a deep deep depression or PTSD it could be mild forms of depression it could be mood disorders uh, anxiety things like this is, is uh, very common amongst people and uh, very few ever look at the connection that those things have to things as, as dangerous and uh, debilitating as um, addictions and substance abuse. Um, so that's, you know, I just wanted to go into more depth there with the uh, the underlying causes that one may have to having an addiction or uh, some problem with uh, dealing with a substance and um, encourage everyone to take a closer look because it could mean uh, could mean life or death. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, Ray. Really appreciate that. Uh, I think uh, this part two has really helped the uh, part one to be uh, understandable. I appreciate it. Thank you now. No problem. Uh, Jody, would you like to say something about uh, substance abuse part two? Sure, Paul. Yeah, I think that was really good linking the uh, mental health to substance abuse. And like you said, you know, really the key to that is our identifying. Um, one, being able to determine, like, yes, I have a problem with, you know, my mental health, or yes, I have a problem with something that's going on. And then even being able to say, yes, I have a problem with the substance abuse. And I think a lot of times people that are going through uh, challenging times in life, they'll they'll use that mental health problem or that situation as more of like a, a reason for their substance abuse. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say like, man, if I had to deal with that, I'd probably drink too. Um, but they don't really understand the addiction side of it and where that, how that's different from some someone who doesn't have an addiction. And really when it comes to the substance abuse side, if they don't they don't really find a, a solution to make their problem better, a solution for living and being able to deal with the things that they're, they're not used to dealing with. It's going to be really hard to change from that substance abuse problem. So I think, yeah, like you said, Ray, that's spot on for kind of linking those two together. That's it. Thanks, Paul. Jody, really appreciate that, buddy. Um, Anybody like to say anything else about uh, substance abuse this evening? 
All right, gang. I appreciate the uh, uh, call in, and uh, thank you for uh, doing the presentation, Ray, and your input, Jody, on substance abuse part two. Uh, call your friends, neighbors, and relatives next week. Be on call at 730 next Thursday night. Thank you very much.